To catch the podcast live, tune into twitch.tv forward slash Omnicadia at 2pm BST on Fridays. Hello ladies and gentlemen, it is our podcast episode 2, we are here again, once again talking about the gaming and podcast stuffs, we're going to be talking about different topics today, we have set up a couple of news stories that we've just picked up on, that we're going to delve into and talk about general sense of gaming, so today we have myself and we have our co-host who's going to be acting as our host today because i'm very tired it's woofy is me hello woofy hello 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 and how are you how are you today yes moving on (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing i'm doing well um got got some sleep uh had a nice dinner better than me it's good you did better than me. I didn't get very much sleep, and uh, I got like eleven hours sleep. I'm so I'm suffering. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you sound it. I I sound suffering um, today. To move away from your suffering for a moment, to introduce the other panelists that's here tonight, because it's just the three of us, we have Zephyr. Hello! Welcome! Welcome to our amazing YouTube Let's Play. Smash that <laughs> like button, hit the notifications <laughs> bell. Vimeo! Come on! Vimeo! Come on, Vimeo! Oh, we're we're going to be, we're that's not, not going to be friends, man. naughty things are. Daily we're, motion. We're you get away friends. with it. Oh. But yeah, anyway, I'm Zephyr. Hi, Zephyr. <laughs> How are you doing today? I am hopefully in one piece, I believe. Um, yeah, wait, looking up. You, but... Hang on, hang on. You believe? Hopefully. Zephyr, have you seen a mirror today or something? I've only seen your mirror. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well. Okay. Well then. Well then. Well, well, well. Well, well. That, that, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it did indeed, Cal. It did indeed. Um, so, what have we all been playing this week? What have we been doing? What have what's been shaking? Calyx, we'll start with you. Since I've been doing a lot first. of Minecraft as as as, mm. as my main thing this week. Uh, doing the Omnicadia uh, community server, building that up, building the town. It's looking pretty nice. I've had good times. Uh, we'll be opening that up to the public pretty soon and uh, the other thing that I did was I um, I've just started last night playing Watch Dogs 2 for the first time so that's exciting I'm really enjoying how that are you game. finding that I'm I'm really getting into it um, I'm not far in I'm about two or three hours in Mm. Um, but I am a really slow gamer, so it takes me a while. But unless it's Spyro, unless it's Spyro, uh, games take me a while. So I'm still relatively early in, and I am enjoying it. The open world aspect of that game uh, kind of feels like um, GTA, but I can't go around and just like shooting shit up. So I'm a bit sad by that, but I really like the hacking thing. 
it's uh, it's got some good mechanics to it, and it's it's an interesting title, and it's making me excited for Watch Dogs Legion, and I'm that... so looking forward to that. I was going to say, does that have a release date yet or not? Currently, it's slated for 2020. Uh, it was delayed indefinitely until they come up with another time. Uh, the original release date was supposed to be March 6th. Ah, right, yeah, that's right. But cool, uh, cool, 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 we don't cool. actually know when that's going uh, going live now. We just, uh, we're just uh, waiting for the probably news. Probably next year, let's be honest. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Which is and quite sad. Zephyr, what it... it is pretty sad. Zephyr, what have you been playing and doing I... this week? I have been playing two games. I've been playing Dragon's Prophet, as you can probably tell. Um, I'm still no like, I'm still logged into it right now, um, and I finished House of Basiria this week, and it was amazing. I think it's my favorite Tales game. I've only played three Tales games, so it's it's not hard for that to happen. But so uh, it's cream of the crop out of the trilogy you've played. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just talk about it very briefly without spoilers. Um, but never before have I played an RPG where both the hero and the villain's motivations are so morally grey that you don't know who you want to root for. It's it's you want to root the good-looking one, <laughs> the, the good-looking one. Yeah, that, that's that's how those types of games work, right? You just, you just pick. The... I mean, it's anime, so oh, it's incredibly anime. Pick the hardest um, one. Yeah. The, but do you want to pick the hardest one, Cal? Um. Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> moving on. Okay. Right, Woofie. Ooh. What have you been playing? Um, I have been playing my time at Porsche. I've been playing a lot of that. Um, loving it still. I'm glad you're enjoying uh, that. Yeah, it's so good. Such a good game, I've isn't been, it? I've been looking for a game that is a massive time sink, but is very chill. Like you've got games like Dragon, uh, not Dragon Hunter, fucking Monster Hunter. Um, that are very high octane, but they're a grind to get through. Yeah. Um, and I've, I played Harvest Moon back in the day, and I did not enjoy that. I do enjoy how, um, Porsche has those, uh, dungeon crawling aspects to it. I like that a lot. The dungeon crawling in, in that game is, uh, pretty, pretty exciting. I really enjoy the dungeons. It's it's um, a unique I... type of dungeon crawling as well. Uh, it's it's kind of reminiscent of um, Maple Story in some aspects. If you've ever yeah. played uh, Maple Story, I never touched. That was after my time, dude. I do have Very a question though. Um, so 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 Woofy, um, have you have you played Stardew Valley? I haven't. I own it. Oh. I haven't played it yet. See, I, I, but from what I've seen, it's like a Porsche is like a 3D version of yeah Stardew. I was I was actually going to ask because I, I I wanted to know what the differences because between the dungeon crawling was because Stardew Valley had like a very simple dungeon crawling thing where you had like two dungeons to look through and then there was like a forest and that was about it. Um, Give me two weeks and I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> when, you, when you dive deeper into it, huh? <laughs> I've got uh, no. I've got plans regarding Stardew. So. I a hundred percent recommend that game. By the way, it is it is such a good game. 
If you like Porsche, you will like that game. I know Stardew some people don't like. I've played before. I know some people get put off because oh, it's not a 3D game, but it is a very good mm. non-3D game. If it's pretty, I like it. Yeah. 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 I'm I, very I superficial that. like that. It's. I do like pretty uh, art styles. Uh, to be fair, uh, it, it kind of. Um, fantasy-esque, but not taking itself too seriously, in my opinion, for, like, uh... Light, you mean going light to fantasy? Low, they call it low, fa- low fantasy. There's high fantasy and low fantasy. High fantasy is, like, elves, unicorns, wizards, and low fantasy is, like, you might occasionally find a wizard, but he's, like, not huge. There's not, like, prevalent magic or anything. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I do prefer uh, the low fantasy to high fantasy settings. High fantasy... I'm going to go back to what I was playing this week after this little comment. Um, yeah, lo- high fantasy seems very hard to get into because of all the lore regarding stuff. Yeah, yeah it can be hard to process so many like glossary terms. I think Final Fantasy thirteen kind of like puts that foot forward and, and like you, there's all these words being thrown around you don't know what the hell they mean so you have to look up in a in a glossary and it's it's terrible storytelling but it's also uh, an issue with where the world is so so complicated yeah that's that's very true that's that's the thing that I've always found kind of daunting about fantasy games is they ha- they come with a lot of lore and a lot of unique terms for the world, and you've got to try and battle your way through all of these weird and wonderful terms and uh, different ways of explaining things that are relatively quite simple. But it's it's just like, it's really weird for me to get my head around it to be like, yes, I like this. I have to spend a long time in fantasy type things um, before I can say that I like it. <clears throat> Just because of that barrier. I get that. It's it's weird. It's an odd thing to be perfectly honest. I'm going to run with that thing to continue on with what I was saying before. Speaking of games that ha- ha- usually have high entry level, Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> I've been Ooh, playing Final Fantasy okay. VII's remake Let's this week. Let's talk about Final Fantasy. Uh, all I have heard and all I have seen is the game definitely isn't the same as it was. It's definitely a remake. And um, the game itself, uh, I've only seen the um, pre-release footage and stuff. I'm kind of uh, staying away from it for the time being, but I am I am interested in it, so it would be good to have a little chat about this. Completely understandable as to why yeah. you're just taking your distance. Um, I'm up to chapter six in the game at the moment. I was playing it right before uh, the podcast. Yep. I'm loving every second of it. The, uh, the gameplay is very interesting. So, it's kind of this mix-mash of real-time and tactical strategy. 
Right. So you can issue commands to your fellow party members on the fly. Actual commands like spells, items, yeah. attacks, while staying in control of your character. and Or you could switch directly to said characters. Oh, I didn't know there was, uh, a, there was a character switch going on. Yeah, when game. you're in combat, there's a character switch uh, mechanic. So you, you can play as Tief or, or Barrett. Interesting. As opposed to Cloud. Yeah, it, it's very different from anything else I've played or seen for that matter. Um, but it's a good different. It's a welcomed different. Do you find that the um like the whole sh- do you feel like the the fact that the entire game is set in Shinra does does the like the the I think you said, environment think you wear on you? Uh, you know what I mean, Midgard. Yeah. Do you find that the, the uh, whole setting wears on you a bit after a while, or is is the story no, strong enough I, to? The story carries it, and the area. So Midgard as itself is just this metal plateau, more or less, with buildings. But the areas within said plateau and the areas surrounding that, because I don't want to talk about story segments for the sake of user, because I know you want to play it at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll Um, be on it, yeah. Yeah, so the areas are very different that you explore. Um, As an example for what I'm playing right now, uh, you're underneath the plateau. And the chapter prior, I'm running in train, um, uh, subway tunnels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the the areas in the game are different enough to not be visually boring. Interesting. I would say. Yeah. I heard there's a lot more Jesse in that game. Like, a lot more Jesse. <laughs> there has... <laughs> the last few chapters from the... Excluding this, these last two I'm doing now... Chapters 1 through 4 are very Jesse-heavy. Very Jesse-heavy. <laughs> um, so, which isn't a bad thing. I like Jesse as a character. She's adorable. What is your experience with the franchise separate to this particular title? Uh, I have played 15 up mm-hmm. until, like, chapter 7. I would have continued playing, but I had to reformat my PlayStation. Oof. Um, But I'll I'll be returning to that at some point in the future. And I've played a little bit of 10. Right, okay. So uh, Outside of that... Little limits. Oh, and Advent Children. So you've still got plenty of Final Fantasy to explore. Indeed I do. Yes, there's there's a lot. There's There's a um, lot, a lot. (laughs) As a tangent, I... Sorry, you finish. There's quite a number of good like Final Fantasy games out there that you haven't played yet, so I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> There's a lot. Well, they're all readily available on nearly every console now, anyway. Exactly, yeah. Um, um, the other little uh, thing I want to note is that I find it funny that Final Fantasy VII has all this expanded media, you know, Advent Children, various different uh, films and such, and spin-off games, and then Final Fantasy XV also went through and had this expansive blowout of uh, media. Oh, yeah. You can't, can't forget a... the, the cup noodles ad thing. Oh, yeah, that, that really that's my favourite piece of DLC. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's my favourite piece. I like Noctis running around with the massive noodle cup head. The, the, the funny thing is they're, they're not doing it quite as obviously with Final Fantasy VII. 
But in the UK, mm. they're, they're doing an ad campaign on our noodles with fucking Final Fantasy IV, uh, not uh, 14, Final Fantasy VII. And it's got, really? yeah. So they I are haven't still doing seen it. this. I haven't seen this at they're, all. They're I on need the, to see this at some they're point. They're on the, the, the Bachelor's um, ready-made noodles. Oh, Felix. right, okay. Yeah, if you can get hold of them, because they started coming out when the panic buying started, and that's one of the things people were panic buying. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they're it, hard to get. Final Fantasy VII noodles going for a thousand uh, pounds. Yeah. Quite likely, not going <laughs> to lie. That's probably existing. I'll, I'll actually find a picture of them. Please do, I want to see this. Yeah, um, I'd also like to see this. I, I saw them on Tesco's and I couldn't... Well, I could order them, but I couldn't get home delivery on them, which which sucked. Um, yeah. Uh, and the other game I'll be playing this week is Hades by Supergiant Games. Oh, and how what's is that, that one? like? It is really good. So it's an isometric uh, roguelike dungeon. Uh, randomly dun generated dungeon crawler. Uh, with... Deep roots in Greek mythology. It is really good, um, and it's in early access, so it's in active development. The latest update, the ninety night uh, update, re uh, came out like a month ago, oh, and nice. they've got another one coming out. Yeah, they've got another one coming out in June, I believe, and they're ramping up for a full release just after that one. From what I've seen from the development map. Yeah. So. As a person who's never played Hades, what's the gameplay like? What's the graphic style? Is it 2D, 3D? Um, uh, 2D isometric. And what would be the... What would you compare it to in terms of gameplay? I know I know some people don't uh, like it when you compare games to games, but um, one easy way to understand a game I'd is obviously say, to compare I'd say one. Bastion, if you've yeah. played that, which oh, is a super Bastion. giant game. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very similar to Bastion okay. in that uh, Hades seems like an amalgamation of all these different ideas that Supergiant have had in all their games. Bastion, Transistor, and uh, Pyre. And it's, all their best ideas have become, uh, just been smushed into one. I think I remember Bastion, because there was that game with the little cute boy, and it's like, oh, that's a cute boy. And then he like talks like a like a grown-ass man. and it's uh, That's it's not like... him talking. That's, oh. that's the narrator. Oh, okay. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. I associated that voice with him. And here we have, here's the kid. Yeah. That that kind of voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I get very lost when we uh, go on tangents like this, because I am, I am such a noob gamer, so when we're talking about uh, titles like Hades, which isn't necessarily... Uh, on my radar very much I just get yeah. completely lost <laughs> this is typically <laughs> why fair. when when I well, like this is typically why I say uh, okay Woofie what would you compare c compare this game to so then people can understand uh, Diablo I'd yeah. say yeah as well there you go <laughs> now um, talking about Diablo uh, going on a tangent here I might have found... Already on a tangent, but sure. I might have found... Yeah, we are a little bit. Tangent-sception uh, here. I found three hours of the beta uh, gameplay for Minecraft Dungeons. And I might be getting closer and closer to losing my soul to that game. 
I mean, I've already pre-ordered it, so I don't know what you're talking about. What it, so what makes Minecraft Dungeons different from Minecraft? I, I know it's got dungeons in it, and it's it's more dungeon-focused, but well, what actually makes it like stand out? Like what? It's just a dungeon crawler, more or less. So it's, it's like a roguelike, then? It's Diablo yeah. in in Minecraft, essentially. It's 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 a Diablo game, just uh, in the Minecraft universe and that sort of thing. The story I won't get into here, um, just yet because spoilers. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to know. But the the story is a very interesting um, way of putting forward the Minecraft world in a different format to how you would normally see. Um, which is very reminiscent of storylines that have come out from um, Diablo and uh, what's, what's the other one called? Can't think right now. Um, uh, is another... It's uh, very similar to Diablo. But I don't remember what it was called. But uh, oh god, I want to say StarCraft, but that's not it. No, not quite. I can't think right now of what it actually is called. I'm thinking uh, Ultima, but again, that's also not oh. it. I'll have yeah. to dive into the Googles and uh, get a comparison ready for uh, next week's podcast. And we can do a comparison between uh, Minecraft Dungeons and uh, games like uh, Diablo. And we can talk a little bit more in depth of um, how it works in it, in that universe. But essentially, uh, I, I've seen it and my brain has exploded. And I'm too excited to hold in my... Uh, incredible levels of hype right now <laughs> keep it in it's it's a problem it really is a problem <laughs> yeah um what's to bring it back to Hades the thing that probably would have put it on your map Cal was it was one of the first early access games available on Epic interesting I didn't get onto Epic until a little bit later down the road um yeah I got onto Epic when they started doing the free games, uh, so I checked they did that, that basically now. in the first week of them going live, though. Uh, okay, interesting. I didn't know about it until uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of time after. But then there was the whole oh, Epic bad. No, stay away from that. We don't want to touch Epic. Fair. Kind of. Uh, I mean, I still don't touch on. Epic. I still don't touch it. Um, uh, I claimed the free games because free is a good number. And you're a dirty stinking. <laughs> I don't need to finish that sentence. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. You know what you are. I know I am. 100%. Uh, but yeah, no, the Epic Store went live, and the day later, Hades went live. Right, okay. And then a year later, it was available on Steam, which is when I picked it up. Well, no, I picked it up a few months later. Like, in the last two weeks, I picked it up. But, yeah, I picked it up on Steam. Because hmm. okay, I love my Steam, and I'm not splitting up my game library again. I'm already stuck between GOG 
Yeah, I already Steam. used DRG, and I'm like, I don't before, want anything else. Before we move away from that particular topic, uh, in terms of game libraries and that sort of stuff being split apart, um, we're going to touch on this a little bit better uh, next week, uh, because we're going to be talking about the console wars and that sort of thing. Uh, as oh God, our main, that's going to be a poison topic. Our main topics. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck be... Sega, am I right? Yeah, no, How right. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Nintendo sucks. So we're gonna they be. They didn't put dough in their name for no reason. We're gonna be touching on this, but we've also got the fact of the matter that um, as we go into a new generation, we're getting these services happening. We we kind of touched on it last time, but um. What is your point of view in terms of digital and physical release, and what is your terms, uh, your point of view on all the different digital clients that we have? I think the amount of clients we have is stupid. It's basically a lot of services trying to be the next Steam, which I think Epic is trying the hardest right now. I think they're the they're the closest on the level, mostly because of Fortnite population and all that. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with that. I do yeah, agree with that as well. I think it's it's been spurred, and this is Steam's... Well, this is Valve's fault, because Valve takes a 30% cut from their sales. So companies are, are like, okay, we're going to have our own storefront, we're going to release our games on there instead, and we get 100% of the revenue instead. Or Epic Store, they get, what was it, 90% of the revenue instead? and Something. Yeah. It's where the, where more money is, is what they're after. And that only makes sense, because they're businesses at the end of the day. I mean, I'm fine with other... There, It is ridiculous how certain developers or publishers have their own, i.e. Bethesda and Ubisoft. And Rockstar I find that a little bit ridiculous. And Origin... Yeah, games. all those ones, but stores like Epic and Steam, they're offering other games from other developers. I feel like that there's room for both of those two in, in there. However, having timed exclusives on each platform is stupid. It is. 100% is. Yeah, you've got to have your app killers. You've got to have your store killers. So Steam obviously have their Valve developed games. Epic have their Epic developed games. Mm-hmm. And any deals they strike with any developers be like, hey, this game stays on our platform. It doesn't move anywhere else on PC. I mean... I'm fine with that. I'm fine with first-party games, but third-party games is where I'm like... Uh, unless... Yeah. I say, unless they own the developer. I think, yeah. what was it? It was... Obsidian owning... Uh, X- oh, no, Xbox owning Obsidian, uh, PlayStation owning Naughty Dog, for example. Yeah. It's like, was it Which Rise of the Tomb Raider party. was the worst one? Because Rise of the Tomb Raider went on Xbox exclusive. And that game, like the game series, I know it came out on the Saturn when Tomb Raider 1 came out ages and ages and ages ago. But like Tomb Raider 1 was known for when it came out for being the system seller of the, the PS1 alongside like Crash and all yep. that. Yeah, it um, was definitely yeah. a mainline Sony thing for PlayStation. So, people people got, well, the OG got real 
super triggered, including myself, when I mean, it, at least yeah. we got the 20th anniversary on PlayStation that had all the DLC released. Exactly, yeah. And, and some of them had a neat little art book included. Yeah. That's the, that's not... the other thing. Digital always gives that risk of losing your titles when the service shuts down, if it shuts down. Nintendo um, is out and out the worst offender because they'll just shut down the storefront and prevent you downloading their games. So far, I think Sony's been the best one about it. I say so far in case they change their mind. Um, so they did shut down the storefront for PSP a long, long way back now. But you can still download your PSP games online through their website and you can still put them on your PSP. So... Anything that you've bought, you haven't lost. Yeah, that, that's I how didn't it goes. know that. That's that's yeah. quite interesting to actually have in my brain box. Oh. The more the more you know, but yeah, I know. always prefer physical media, as yes. most of us know. Um, yeah, just because I like how I like the look of a collection on a shelf. Yeah. I love the look of that, but not only that, I like having the physical games with me, so if I want to play them, all I have to do is install them, and I'm good to go. Yeah, whenever I can buy physical, I will always, always buy physical. Um, yeah. That's how I w I've always been. Um, it's nice owning something, like, um, having, like, friends to, like, share your, your, your real physical collection to, and that it stays with you for the, for the rest of time, pretty much. Um, my, one of my prized, uh, one of the ones I really o like that I own is Okami and oh, Hollow Knight. Okami. Yeah, Okami is going to be the next game I uh, run with. But yeah, I have Okami on PS2 and PC, and I prefer the PS2 version, honestly, because it's, what is it, it's a better frame rate, and they didn't take out the music at the, at the end credits. Apparently they took that out of the PC version. I mean, you could mod it back in, but... Oh, Vakami. Yeah, Vakami. Oh. They might have done the same for the HD collection, I'm not sure yet. I haven't finished it yet, so... Yeah, apparently the the music is different for the end of the uh, the HD collection, for whatever reason. Hmm. Probably rights uh, attaining to the original composer. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's the case. Speaking of which, licensing. <laughs> if we're talking about physical games, what was the last physical game you bought, everyone? Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Very nice. Wiffy? Really? Uh, yeah. Uncharted... No! Last physical game I got was Final Fantasy VII. Uh, last one I bought was uh, Uncharted Four and The Lost Legacy. Yeah. Last physical game I got was Trails of Cold Steel 3, which was all the way back when I bought my uh, PS4. I, I oh, bought right. PS4 just for that reason, to play that game. Now it's out yeah. on PC, apparently. But that's okay. <laughs> I wasn't willing to wait for that game. I mean, fair. Um, now, the first game I got for PS4 was Dishonored 2. Nice. I pre-ordered the collector's edition for that. I still haven't finished it. That really. is our story when it comes to a lot of games, <laughs> Woofy. That's the, that's the sad reality. Like, I started it, and then I started playing Doom. Oh, so. I mean, Doom will do that too. Um, I 
was it? Like, some people have already demolished that game already, apparently. I saw oh, someone yeah. play it last night. It. I'm not gonna lie, after being on a, a kind of, like, um, retro retro Doom-esque kick with, like, Hexen and Heretic and all that, I, I kind of want to play Doom Eternal. I'm not gonna lie. It's so good. You it should give it a go. You should give it a go. Yeah. I know you're not one for uh, shooters very much, but mm. it's it's definitely a game that uh, should be experienced. To be I can honest. recommend even if you one... play it on like lower difficulties. It's still a good game. I can recommend one shooter game that I want to go back to, and I I've, I've never really talked about it here or anywhere else. Is have you heard of Un- Unreal tournament? Or just Unreal in general? Just Unreal in general. Um, so there's I Unreal... Do. I've played that, yes. yes. Yeah, Unreal 2 is uh, a, a pretty good game, from what I remember it being. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Halo a little bit, I feel like. A little bit. I don't know. Um, but I had a really good time with that game, and I'm tempted to like look into looking into playing that again at some point. Talking I never about... finished that game. Talking about Unreal and to that realm, uh, I I recently, uh, as last night, I I've downloaded um, Unreal Tournament. The if you want your mind blown about Unreal Tournament, this might be information you already know, but for people listening, uh, Unreal Tournament was one of the first games Digital Extremes worked on, and if you don't know who they are, they uh, run Warframe at the moment. Yeah, they are. Yes, they were too. Holy shit! Yep. It was like that whole Raven connection I made the other day. <laughs> who did? Who did Hexen? Who, who were also working on the latest Call of Duty? Yeah. Uh, title before I just dropped scissors again. I should stop that. <laughs> um, yeah, before Treyarch came on board to take over. Yeah, it's uh. uh what are what are our topics today, guys? We're we're very off tangent. What, we, what is... Oh, tangents we... are always good fun. <laughs> We've gone on a, a forty minute tangent in our introduction today. <laughs> I mean, it's, it happened it's last a good episode, conversation. So though. it's a good it conversation. So, first topic of tonight is see Counter Strike Pro uh, was jailed for one hundred and sixteen years. Oh. Uh, it's a for she. Some... It is it's a she. she. Yeah. Yes. Um, her name is Shanae or Shay uh, Victoria, and she has made her name on a Brazilian Counter Strike circuit. Yeah. Uh, she ran an online store between 2013 and 2017, and her sentence was due to the charge that 118 customers did not receive the goods. They purchased. I mean, so let's let's just I talk mean, about this sentencing for a moment because I feel wait. Let's unpack did they this. sentence her one year for every customer she didn't she didn't do plus one year? Oh my god! Pretty much. Yeah. What, what? It's it's quite insane uh, how much <clears throat> how much she's uh, received in her sentence. At the moment, however, she's mid-appeal, I believe. I was going to say, however, if she were to actually be sentenced to this, she'd only have to serve 30, as that is the maximum penalty in Brazil. Oh, okay. 
I just the maximum that... penalty someone can be jailed, I should specify that. Yeah, maximum jail time. Um, her lawyer has said that the company that she was a part of has made a, over 10,000 successful purchases... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, sales and deliveries. So, I know, I mean, this is a weird story. This is a weird story. It's <laughs> It's quite an interesting story. Just, just the sentencing as well. Like, if you if you think about it, in real terms, that is hey, harsh. you killed a guy. Yeah, you, you killed a guy. You get twenty five years. You did not deliver on my goddamn underwear. How dare you? Hundred and sixteen years to you. It's it's quite incredible how much she was sentenced to. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see where this story goes. And, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what kind of online store she ran, so I'm assuming it's clothing. Uh, it may have been like Merc or something like that, because if yeah. she was a uh, if she was a professional streamer, then yeah. Well, mm, she wasn't a streamer; she was a uh, esports, esports personality. Ah, yeah, okay. uh, she she did delve into the streaming scene uh, while she was uh, she was in the circuit, but it seems that now she is no longer uh, doing very much on the online worlds. To be perfectly honest, from what I've seen from the stories, she seems to have just uh, dropped off the face of the planet. Um, you know why that is, this. Cal. It's, it's, I was going to say because of this situation. It's it's quite incredible to get that much time put against her, um, and I wouldn't want to be her to be facing that much. Those kind of charges. Well, it's. I mean, it's just, just give them the simple... goods, and then yeah. I yeah, mean, you shouldn't take money and not not give what you're supposed to do. That that's that's not right. I I still think the the length of it is way too long, though. Like, like, like for someone murdering someone, that that should always be well, not an exchange of life. I don't believe in death penalty, but. Um, someone should, like, they should just stay in jail forever, pretty much. It's Like a life sentence? Yeah. It's an interesting I mean, topic. I say life sentence, but when when you say life sentence in the UK, life sentence in the UK is like 10 years. And then yeah. you could maybe get out in four. Yeah. What so. kind of life is that? Just, just, just don't question I don't that. know. Just, just UK things. Moving on. Okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, second story we found, which is, uh, again, quite the, uh, inter- <laughs> these are all very interesting <laughs> topics, I'm not gonna lie. Um, Dead or Alive Extreme 3 gets an extremely not safe for work glitch. Right, be careful here, cause with the, with the choice of words, because I am, I'm Twitch gonna be watching. very careful. Okay. Uh, so, Dead or Alive Extreme 3 recently had a VR mode released, Right. Yeah. For um, PS uh, there, VR. For, place, uh, for PlayStation VR, I should specify this. There is a glitch wherein if you hold your head underwater, the clothes of the models disappear. Gone. Poof. Okay. 
So Completely. the reason Just... why that that is, a, I'll talk about the technical aspect of that. I can't believe I'm, I'm talking about this, but so the technical aspect of this is usually when a person makes a skimpy model of a character. This is this is true for some games. Um, well, actually, was I, I don't know if Daggerfall did this, but um, like Elder Scrolls Daggerfall. Yeah, but th- they would have like nude models of characters and then, like, they would put clothes on them afterwards. If right. you know what so I mean? I, yeah. I want yeah. to interject here quickly, right? Because yeah. I've seen the video, and the the areas where you think they'd be modelled aren't modelled. So, there's no... It, how do I explain this? So, you see, up until, basically, the clothesline on the underwear and as for the top uh, you don't see any nips <laughs> so <laughs> you see everything around the nips but no nips <laughs> right there's a missing texture you can see through the nips <laughs> okay yeah um, it's, it's not necessarily as if the clothes are treated as a second item on the model. Um, the, it seems that the clothes are baked into the models. So the model is not fully atomically correct. Yeah. Think of Barbie. Okay, so it's just like a doll. doll uh, More or less, doll but the yeah. bits are just aren't rendered. Yeah. Okay. So how is that an extremely not safe for work glitch then? I think it's because of more... the suggestiveness of it, I guess. Yeah. Um Dead or Alive oh. is one Oh of yeah, the games. instead of Yeah. I mean yeah. Dead or Alive is that game where it's got like the full full jiggles and Yeah. They had okay. a spin off for beach volleyball for argument's <laughs> sake. Like they very come much on. did. Um that's that's pretty much why this story is making headlines is not yeah. so much the glitch it's uh, the the game it's the nature of the game yeah yeah and the nature of how people have been using the game rather than uh, what it is intended for. you're missing the important part of this article where it says this also seems to make characters have shaved heads, which is somewhat similar. <laughs> no, no, that to... that was a previous what? game, not that uh, game. Damn. Yeah, that was. A I was, I was like, I was, I was hoping that it would, it end up being a case where they're they're just like dolls with no yeah. hair, and it's really creepy. <laughs> it's just, uh, unfortunately, uh, due to the nature of this particular uh, glitch, all of the. Yeah videos that have gone up are slowly being uh, nuked to oblivion. Yeah, I noticed that because there's not a single single one I can watch. Not that, not that I would. <laughs> not that I would, but... Um, it's interesting you know. to see what but the glitch Zephyr, it's actually research. But... but... <laughs> <laughs> I would, I like I that. would <laughs> have people severely question... Certain things about me. If if I if I was I was perusing through that, I'm just letting you know. It's it's an interesting one to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah. uh, Definitely, it's <laughs> it's unique. I mean, like if it was something like Resident Evil, not safe for work glitch, no one would give a shit. 
Yeah, it's it's more of the you know? nature. Well, actually, it probably would due to the fact of uh, the game being quite high in uh, headlines currently and whatnot. Uh, it's okay. Spyro, well, not safe for work. There you go. Found. There you go. <laughs> that wouldn't. Be I dread as to. Th- I big. dread to think what that would. No, actually, that would make headlines just because of the weird nature of the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. It's like that, like bot Reddit. I can't remember what it's what it's called, but it's an entire Reddit that's just regurgit robots regurgitating like stuff that's been like neural neural learnt from Reddit, and they make posts that seem like Reddit posts, but they're all posted by bots, and all the comments are by bots, and it's really really strange. When I when I figured out what it's called, I'll I'll share. But please do. Yeah. I want to know. What this is. <laughs> I want to know what this is. Um, yeah, moving on to the next story. Uh, unless anyone else has some, something else to comment on. Um, no. Do we want to uh, jump into our segments from you guys today? Yeah. We will after this one that was brought to my attention you very to... recently. Okay, we want uh, to The Cyberpunk one. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, so... so, CDP... Uh, which was originally f- founded a part of CD Project Red, has gone under. They are the distributor... They were meant to be the distributor for Cyberpunk 2077. In... Uh, in Europe, I believe. Uh, I think it was Norway? No, not Norway. Um, Poland. Well, it's, it's, it's the Polish distributor, but I believe they were also doing uh, more of Europe. Um, so that's quite interesting that uh, this has popped up. Um, yeah, no, no, here we go. CDP parted ways. So it's likely that the team will, will need to find a new distributor for its home country. So it's only for where CD Projekt Red are located. Right, okay. So it's only for yeah. Poland itself. Yeah, as opposed to the entirety of Europe. See, this story is very interesting because um, we've we've just had a bout of delays, which we talked about last time. Um, Cyberpunk is not coming out this year. I'm just going to say that right now. Cyberpunk is not coming not out this Poland. year. Yeah, at least not in Poland. At least not in Poland. No, I, 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 any game that's supposed to come out this year, I don't think is happening this year. Unless they're crazy. I think some are going to rush it before Christmas because recouping funds and whatnot. But I think yeah. Cyberpunk is going to be that game where they make the conscious decision to like fully delay it because I, I think it would be worth doing. I just want to interject here. I can see Cyberpunk releasing this year because the only thing they're doing right now is just polishing. That's the only thing they're doing right now. They've... They put on record that yeah, we've the game's done. It's just polish at this point. I can also um, see I'm... it releasing due to the fact that um, the the game has been delayed twice now since its original slate. How many times was The Witcher delayed? It's been a while, so I don't remember. I know it was delayed quite significantly, though. I think it was delayed once, but it was given such a large delay window that they could work on it. 
Whereas yeah. this has been given, I think, nine months worth of delays from the first one and the se- second one combined. Yeah. Please correct me if I'm wrong there, Cal. Uh, sorry, I was typing. Just uh, repeat that last second. Uh, I said uh, Cyberpunk's had like 12, not 12, nine months of delays total. I believe Something so, like yes. It's Yeah, Witcher was, I think, delayed by an entire year. It's quite painful yeah. for Cyberpunk to take that much of a delay uh, for CD Projekt Red, and I feel that they need to get the game out. Uh, Especially since they announced the game in the works prior yeah. to The Witcher 3 coming it, out, that they had a whole cinematic and everything. It's been a very long time... Um, since development started, it's been a very long time since the first announcements of the game in in its entirety, and it's been delayed twice. So they also nice little tidbit here. They've had the same logo since its first announcement. They have yes, which is weird considering most of them, most games change their logos up until launch. They do tweak, yes. Uh, it's very odd for a developer to stick to their guns the way that they have. <laughs> but there has been development issues. Uh, the game was stripped down from its original uh, its original plan. And uh, we're going to see the game release in a different format to how it was envisioned. Um so- it's 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 going to be very interesting to see what uh, CD Projekt Red actually end up doing with Cy- Cyberpunk, um, and what state it will release in, and when it will release. It's uh, this one's definitely going to stay on my radar to watch the developments. Yeah, when being the key point here. When is definitely important because at the moment I believe they're slated until uh, September for release, and if they release at September, they do get the uh, cross-gen release, so they'll release for this generations of consoles and next generation of consoles. If they wait any longer, they would probably end up just going next gen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. So it's yeah, right. relatively interesting. I think that's it on that to- topic, on that story. Until next week, there's more cyberpunk news. <laughs> but hey. <laughs> it's always going to be cyberpunk news. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's cyberpunk. Hey, so moving yeah. on to streamers' individual segments. Right. I think um, I know what you're going to start with. Is it going to be I... Final Fantasy Seven? No. It's actually not. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something a little bit more important. <laughs> um, because, because Cal, in his infinite wisdom, messed up the call sheet. Ah. <laughs> uh, I will be talking about fatigue and burnout. Okay. We, we swapped uh, it out and I just didn't change it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reason why I brought this up is because amidst everything that's going on in the world right now, I've noticed... Myself included, that a lot of streamers are becoming burnt out or fatigued on what they're doing. Not only just streamers, but people in general. People are feeling lethargic, they don't really care. And it's... 
There's an it's actual real there's a there's a real um definition for that. It's called cabin fever. And That's the it word. is yeah. It is a condition whereby uh pirates out to sea or whoever was sailing where they were stuck inside for so long or restrained to the boat, um it basically made them what you mentioned. Um and uh it's happening to a lot of people right now because of uh of things, yes. And the general mood is that they'll either, you know, won't do much or they'll start lashing out. Yes. Yes. Um, so, to, to harken back to a time prior to uh, Redacted, what did you guys do, or what do you guys do to get over those kind of feelings? Get over those feelings? I'd always go out somewhere. That's what I'd always do. Uh, I live five minutes. Right now, not, isn't it? Instead of not being able to do that. Though. Yeah, you're not able yeah. to do that right now, which is the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been working on a on a game, so that keeps me busy. And occasionally walking around the house until I'm tired, and then <laughs> I said, yeah. Personally, uh, when I start feeling like that, I try to find another project to uh, to battle with. Um, and uh, mostly I will reach out to my streamer friends or my Discord friends and uh, try to come up with something that we can do as uh, a group rather than uh, all be separated in different areas of the world and uh, be essentially isolated. I try not to isolate. I try to uh, get involved, try and get people to do something. Here's a a fun... I don't remember where I picked this up, and I don't know what the name for this is, but there's like this like psychology thing whereby um, you'll find something that really interests you all of a sudden and and you'll be into it and it usually lasts about a week and then you get bored of it and then you kind of like find something else interesting and you just gotta find that thing that that will keep you oc- occupied for that week. Mm, um, basically a distraction tactic. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Hey, I really like it. I don't know books. I like books. I'm gonna read as many books as I can. Yeah. At this it might be time. It might even be something like you you see something about Marvel, you're like, I'm gonna watch Marvel and then you suddenly start binge watching all the Marvel movies in, in that week and you're like, Okay, I'm I'm done with Marvel movies now. I've done that. <laughs> I've done I, that over the course of yep. three days. I've recently with little to no sleep. I recently started watching um uh Doctor Who and uh, then the good one, who or classic? Uh, the modern, modern. Uh, okay, so new who. But um, uh, ten. I'm on right now. I'm watching uh, David Tennant. Uh, Best, yes, that is good taste. That David is Tennant. good taste. Brilliant that is the highlight. Is really good. Um, so that's that's one of my distraction techniques is TV. I'm a, I'm what is called uh, a TV show whore. I love my TV yes, shows. You are. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Not just the TV show whore, but a uh, film and uh, game whore as well. Yeah, a little See, bit. See, Calix, <laughs> I am incredibly out of the loop with TV. I don't watch a lot of TV at all, if at all. I don't watch a lot of Netflix. I don't even yep. watch anime anymore. I used to be the big anime girl, but I don't even watch that anymore. We... Um, so yeah, you'll have to educate me on uh, definitely on, on the good shows. Hundred yeah. percent, 
we will we'll have a chat and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll talk TV shows. I'm I'm 100 down to talk TV shows. You may not you may not be well versed in games, but you'll, you'll TV learn shows time. is what I'm in. Yeah, 100. <laughs> uh, percent But got me, who's versed in all the mediums, we I am were, the Avatar. We were talking uh, recently. Uh, I believe it was on um, one of Wuffy's streams. Where I was, Hi, yes. I was talking in chat about uh, um, the Last of Us when we were playing the Last of Us. Um, we uh, mentioned how uh, a different franchise would work in the Last of Us kind of setting if it was created for a game. Um, uh, so falling skies, I believe, is what you were discussing. Falling, falling skies. That that is one. TV show that I really want to see become a game because I feel it would work perfectly within the Last of Us realm of uh, right, that kind gaming. of survivalist yeah. post-apocalyptic kind of vibe for sure. Um, and okay. uh, we're going to be uh, doing a watch party of that particular. Um, uh, particular series within the Discord, so I'm looking forward to that right now. Getting into that and uh, educating some people on a good sci-fi uh, yeah. rebellion resistance TV show. It's uh, should be good. Speaking, actually, I'm I have been watching a lot of movies lately, um, but it's not through me. Um, so. About a week ago, I was if if this redacted thing wasn't going on, I would have gone to London again and met up with my you know you know the people I know, um, and um, so what we've been doing instead we've been watching films mm-hmm. on Friday, and like a lot of a lot of other discords have started picking it up now. So I think tonight we may be watching something. I don't know. I don't know if we actually are. Today, yep. but we've been doing that every every week. Um, a lot of other like communities have been doing it recently as well, and it's been a lot of fun having that kind of. Um, so you know the movie theater experience. Like the one thing I I found out about uh, the appeal of movie theaters when I went to go watch like Detective Pikachu and like the whatever else. I haven't been to a lot of movies. Is that I realized that when you're in a movie theater, it's a lot of fun sharing that first time experience with everyone else. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I get yeah. that. Um, yeah. Myself and a bunch of mates went to go see Endgame and Infinity War when that yeah. came out and the experience you get through that is insane yeah I, I then you leave, agree you leave the theatre and then you start discussing oh what's happened here what do you think is going to yeah. happen now you know what are it's your like, thoughts on this my, my brain my brain didn't realise until I actually went um, I didn't understand what the appeal of like spending like 20 20 something on a movie ticket was all about and I and I realized that it's more about the experience itself as well as the movie. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 it was a really good time. I really enjoyed it. So, shall we move into uh yes. Zephyrs, yeah, move into Zephyrs. Yes. Uh, what Zephyrs. have you got for us on the Retro Junction today, Zephyr? I I glossed over this very very briefly last week. 
But there's a... Right, okay. So... December 1996. What were you guys doing in that year? <laughs> if you were alive. Did you say 1996? Yes. Who, who uh, was alive in 1996? Do you want my honest answer? Do you yes. want my honest answer? I was yes. but a sperm in my dad's ball sack. There we go. Okay. Uh, I am officially the stream grandma. Officially the stream grandma. You're not that so, much older than me. Come on. The whole purpose of Retro Junction is because... As each year goes by, games get forgotten, um, and now we're at this stage where you get new generations of people, say Woofy, and um, there's these there's games that come out before their time, and they may be pretty good. Um, so I want to talk about a series of games. There's quite a lot to say about this game, I'll, t- I'll try and keep it as, as brief as I can, but... Have you ever heard of Dark Eye? Dark Eye? Uh, as the in... Dark Eye, as a series. Eye as in Eye, or Eye as in The Seeing Eye? The the Dark Eye as a series. So, the Dark Eye series, or Das Schwarze Auge, which I'm, I butchered, probably, is a German uh, pen and paper series. It is incredibly... It's more popular than Dungeons & Dragons in Germany. It still is more popular than Dungeons & Dragons in Germany. Um, And the very first actual computer games they decided to make was a trilogy called the Dark Eye Trilogy. Uh, There were three games. There was Blade of Destiny. There was Star Trail. And there was Shadows Over Reaver. Um, I'm going to be very brief about the first two games. Um, they're pretty pretty cool games that you can migrate your characters from one. It's like an RPG. You may migrate your characters from like one game to the next mm-hmm. to the next. Is that yep. similar to like... Baldur's Gate? What was the game you were playing a while back where you could merge characters across games? Baldur's Gate, yeah. So okay, you can migrate your, your party you started in the very first game all the way into the last game and... It's it's a pretty entertaining time. So the the differences between uh the Dark Eye Pen and Paper and Dungeons and Dragons is there's like a lot more stats. Like there's stats for your character's physical appearance, there's stats for your character's like ability to dance, there's stats for your character's ability to cheat. There's stats for your character's ability to be able to navigate forests and things like that. But basically, there's a massive stat bloat, and it's very hard to get into. But so stats you... for the pedantic, then. Yeah, yeah. It's like stats on steroids. There's, there's too many stats. Um, but yeah. it is it is a hella fun game, because when you generate your character, you get to actually see all these other things you wouldn't normally see in an RPG. So, like, in D&D, you would just see, oh, a couple of feats that they're good at, you'd see a couple of, like, their strength and everything. Um, your strength, charisma, wisdom, all that kind of thing. But in in, uh, in the old Dark Eye pen and paper, you get to see everything. Pretty much everything when you generate a character, and it's 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 uh it's an interesting experience that not a lot of people have heard of, and it's kind of daunting, but at the same time it's not yeah um so yeah, you make your own party there's a party of six 
Uh, the soundtrack for the game is pretty good. Uh, I thought I'd better mention that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so you make your own party, and um, yeah, they go on adventures and shit, and it's it's great. It is really, really great. It has this weird, like, creepy undertone to it that I've always liked, and it terrified me when I was really young. But hey, um, yeah. Who but seemed, the uh... reason why it didn't really take off was because it was uh, European, I believe. Because it was European. Just because it was European. Just... Yeah, that, that, it was, that's it what was we're going German. with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair. And back when it was released, you know. Yeah, the internet wasn't as big of a thing as it is now, so pushing those kind yeah. of cult things um, so, would be harder. Yeah. 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 I can give a rundown of the basic story since, like, many people aren't ever going to play this game. Please but... do. I'm, I'm actually really interested in this. Okay. So the story is it is basically like um, people going tinfoil hat. And getting like freaky because everyone's being mind controlled. So the story unfolds where everyone is acting really weird and you don't know why. Um, and it turns out people are starting to be mind controlled by worms for some reason. So the, this there's this wizard in a tower and he is um, he's like turning dogs into like like wolfmen monster things and it's oh god it's messed up but it turns why out he's being controlled this... by a worm I was gonna say why does this sound like a weird amalgamation of like Slither by James Gunn and <laughs> uh what was it Full Metal Alchemist yeah yeah there's there's some there's there's some uh there's some stuff going there that does remind me of FMA but yeah, um, it turns out he's being controlled by a worm, and then everyone in town starts acting weird, and you find out that people being murdered is because there's these people being controlled by worms. And as it would turn out, the final boss of the game is a giant worm ant queen that's trying to control everyone. Uh, she was made by this evil wizard. And uh, even though she lives in a tiny, like, anthill thing, no one can get in this anthill. So they shrink your party down to go into the anthill. They go in with absolutely nothing. They're naked, by the way. Um, and you have to go beat the, the uh, worm queen to death with sticks. It's a fun time. Wait, I've seen you play this. I have played it. I have seen you play this. That was so I have. weird. <laughs> it was a weird game. I love it. It was brilliant. It was. I was like, "What? Huh? I'm on um, board with this, but what?" So, uh, one of the other things about the game is it's very mechanic heavy. Um, in terms of like taking care of your characters, they can get sick, they get hungry, they get thirsty, they can permanently die if you're not careful. Permadeath. If yeah, there's permadeath. If your character dies permanently. Uh, you can either reload, or you have to go back to the temple and make a new character. They're dead forever, pretty much. You you can't resurrect in this game. So, you have to take care of them. Um, but other than that, it's it's quite an interesting experience. In terms of, like, the combat, the combat is very kind of slow and clunky. However, the way you can finish fights is a lot of fun. Like, there's so many different spells you can use. One of my playthroughs I started... 
I ended every fight by making the enemies dance so they couldn't fight back and the combat just ended. It was <laughs> it was a good time. I had a druid and all his his stats rolls were really crap and I was having trouble trying to find it, something that made him good. Then I found that he had the spell dance and it was quite high in stats so I was using it. Uh, I used it on a golem. Dance battle, bro. Come on. <laughs> I just made everything. I, I made spell. an entire group of orcs rave, and it ended the fight. It was amazing, such a good time. But yeah, sounds beautiful. Yes, there is a little video in the in the in the Discord. Um, there's like little conversations and stuff you can bring up in in the game. Yes, yeah, and we, uh, should we play yeah, that? that part of the game is quite interesting. I mean, I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, watch it and get your own assessment of it but but basically you're raiding the castle because um the town tried to arrest you because of some murder but they're being controlled by worms and right. uh while you're in there you encounter a cook but the cook uh he's been flinging with another cook and he has dresses in his drawer he's been wearing those dresses by the way <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you basically like threaten him to tell him what you know because you're like let's, look, look guys. <laughs> let's play the video. What do you want? I'll call the guards. Tell us what you know about Bosper and the urns. Bosper? I I, I know nothing. <laughs> well, maybe we should ask you about those dresses under your bed. You're right. Bosper and I used to be lovers, but everything changed just a while back. He refuses to see me now. A few days ago only, I came into his chambers as he was moving a chest. He gave me a terrible thrashing. He's been a totally different person. I'm certain he's found someone else. Please, don't tell anybody about this. I won't mention seeing you to the guards either. Honest, I won't. <laughs> you basically get from A to B with, with his help. With only his help. Yeah. So the funny thing I'll mention is the voice actor changes depending on who's your lead party member. So that person talking, the male voice talking, it would be female if the first person in your party was a female. Right, okay. That's really cool, actually, especially for 1996. But yeah, that's Shadows Over Reaver. It is a fantastic game, very hard, but I wanted to share it because no one's heard of it. It's and an that's basically the, the the point of Retro Junction. Like you know about Doom, you know your Dooms, you know your old your old games, but you know your Duke Nukem's. There's there's Duke old Nukem's. games that are so obscure that like no one they, they've just been forgotten. So there you go. Yeah, I like that. Thank you, Zephyr. Heck yeah! So that nice. leads off to. On to our next lot of news articles. So, first one, a bit of a downer, but the voice actress for Tifa in the Final Fantasy VII Remake, yes, it's reared its head again, uh, has gotten death threats. And I should actually clarify in this article that it's the Japanese voice actor, not the English voice actor, so... Uh, the English voice the, actor's fine, the, it's the Japanese the, voice yeah, actor. It's Thank you Japanese. for clarifying that. Um, I would have forgotten to do so. But yeah, uh, she got a threat from a woman in her 20s saying... Uh, hang on, sorry. The news 
site that actually reported on this uh, says that a woman in her 20s sent threats to uh, the actress's talent agency saying, I hate the actress so much, I want to kill her, and I'm going to stab her in the back of the hand with all my might. This uh, this was in... Yeah, uh, this was in... Uh, this was referencing... In, sorry, in relation... I can't words at the moment, I apologise. This was in relation to a thing she was doing in live action, because she also does act- acting in film and television. Uh, that same month, though, a man in his 30s sent threats to uh, a game company saying that he wanted the, the actress recast and that she uh, she wants... No, sorry. Hang on, where is this? I'm reading this from the article. Oh, yes. She wants to make me stab her... No, she makes me want to stab her in the eyes and gouge them out with a knife. That is from a man in his 30s. That is not. I apologize for anyone reading that. That is so poorly. That is not how Mm. anyone should speak to another human being. There's always, I I hate knowing this, but there's always someone out there that that hates you, and yeah. That that there's always that one person out there that wants to stab you, and I I hate knowing that. And yep. especially when you're more famous and prevalent, the the that kind of like echo chamber becomes much much louder. Not only and that, I, it, I hate it. Um, the the intensity, the higher up the franchise is in the pop culture sphere, the more hate you're going to get. Yeah. As an example, uh, the actress of Rose in uh, the Last Jedi. Uh, episode 8 of Star Wars, she literally left social media because she was constantly getting death threats daily. Yeah. And that's (laughs) disgusting. That just shows that this is not a uncommon thing to happen. Yeah, it's... I'm not into it. I, I'm. I was never really into it to begin with. But the like the whole soap opera thing with like actors and stuff, they get a lot of shit for. Even if they're playing the good guy character, they get a lot of shit yep. because they because people can't distinguish between reality and and like fantasy, and then they just treat them like shit. And it's it's not cool. Be 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 good to each other, guys. Yes, I a hundred percent agree with that. I mean, to an extent, cancel culture is a modern version of that I hate you, death threat situation. Cancel culture is is a thing uh, that we've kind of been aware of for a long time, but it's not really got a name. It hadn't really got proper name till recently. And it's just such an incredibly toxic concept. Yeah. It's, it's just... It's just not common decency, and that's something that seems to be lacking nowadays, is people don't understand that the the people that uh, you are throwing these threats to, or degrading in some manner, are working their little asses off to provide you with entertainment. The entertainment realm is so big and so demanding for 
these personalities to actually going out and doing the acting or voice acting or something within that realm to give you at home in your nice cushy life a little bit of entertainment to distract you from how bad the world can actually be. It's, and what do they do to thank them? It's not ah, okay. I don't like you or your face. I want yeah. you recast. I want you to die. It's it's not okay to bounce back these threats to these people when they are actually doing you a service overall. They're just trying to help yeah. make your life a little bit better in the day-to-day. You should respect that. Do you get what try I mean? Try to be nice. Yeah. People should, should try to be nicer. As opposed to just being outright dicks. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's very true. I mean, there's only really much else to say on the article, is there? Not don't, necessarily. Don't be twats. Don't, don't be twats. Be nice. It's quite simple, yeah. Uh, I think we should uh, move away from that topic moving before on. it gets too heated. <laughs> yeah, moving right the hell on. Oh, uh, we yeah. have some Xbox news. Two two lots, two articles. Um, again, both are taken to Xbox, if you didn't already get that. Uh, we have had the leak of the new Xbox Series X logo, apparently. Logo. After a trademark. Logo. Um, and we have rumours that there is a smaller, more affordable Xbox Series X on the way that people have dubbed Xbox Series S. The S yeah. standing for a small, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting, yeah. <laughs> it's a small boy. He is a tiny boy uh, in a mock-up made by... A fan. I, it, it basically looks like a GameCube. It does. It looks like mock-up. a white I'm version. Always an, I'm always an advocate for smaller, more affordable consoles as an entry-level point Same. to... Yes. Uh, I believe an entry-level should be uh, should be a thing. But if it comes out, yeah. then it means that this, uh, this smaller model that is being uh, talked about at the moment... Yeah, uh, like you can jape on it as much as you want, but I thought the 2DS was a good idea. I yeah. liked it in the new D- new 2DS, the one where you could actually close it. Um, the original 2DS you just couldn't close, and it was just really awkward and janky. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. So it's but a the... it's a new uh, iteration, which is quite helpful to be a little bit nicer to the consumer at least yeah yeah uh, I think the rumors around it are saying that it's going to be digital only uh, similar wasn't there a digital only Xbox one yes as well? Xbox one or digital edition yeah so that it wouldn't make sense for them to release a digital only version of their newer console to continue pushing that idea that Cloud gaming is the future. You don't need physical media to enjoy games. For sure, hundred percent. Yeah, it makes sense Absolutely. from uh, from a Microsoft point of view for yeah. them to do. Um, so. I should spe- I, I I should comment that the 
code name for this is apparently Lockhart. Yes. This so is apparently do that what, what you will. What the famous Lockhart I... was. I'm oh, going to continue with the Final Fantasy theme <laughs> that we've got going. I'm with I'm a Tifa. grandma. I don't mean to go off tangent again, but I'm a grandma, and I remember the code name for the the original Nintendo Wii. It was called the Nintendo Revolution. Dude, Revolution so was so much better. I know. Better I, than Wii Wii. And the logo had, like, both the discs, and one of them was smaller to signify that the GameCube was compatible on this. Yeah. Like, oh, I liked yeah. that. It was a neat name. Like, code names are so much better than the actual names we get. Like, the PlayStation Pro, PS4 Pro, for example. That was Neo. Imagine playing the PlayStation Neo. Yeah. That's great. Um, the PlayStation VR. That was Morpheus, or Mobius, one of the two. Just, ah. <laughs> you know, Xbox, taking it back to Xbox, they had Scorpio for yeah. their Xbox, uh, what was it, Xbox One X? What's yes. the biggest version of the Xbox? Uh, Xbox is the X? X is the is the biggest Okay, I'm very confused because of the whole series naming convention. Yeah, uh, series oh, the naming X convention came... for consoles is Series hmm. X came directly from uh, Xbox One X. Uh, I'm fairly certain the code name for the original Xbox was Xenon. Uh, I believe it was Xenon. Uh, hang on. I'm actually going to look up a list of uh, code names quickly. Talk amongst yourselves while I'm doing this. PlayStation 4 was Orbis. Right. Yeah. Um, sorry, you continue while I try and handpick some <laughs> nice ones. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we are, we are going to touch on this a little bit more in depth next week. Uh, but... Um, one thing I will say with this particular set of um, stories coming out it's interesting that um, the uh, Xbox side of things have been ramping up coming into uh, April we seem to be hearing a lot more um, looking at the logo it looks relatively basic it's very in... clean but it does fit with xbox's moving movement towards a more minim minimalist design yeah uh so, so going from the original it was very it was green and black xbox 360 was the white and green with the gradient going around xbox one was just a plain white logo or black logo depending on the branding yeah, uh, and now this one has just stylized X series running down the left-hand side. Yeah, I, I was just about to uh, comment on the actual uh, visual of the logo as well. Um, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting way to do it to have series yeah. running up the left and having the X kind of like crossed out. Um, yeah, I I like it as a logo. It's it is it's very simple. Clean. Um, yeah. I just, just to comment on a few more uh, code names, Dolphin was GameCube. 
Um, yeah. One of the more prolific ones in recent memory, the NX, which is the Switch. Yep. Um, we have... What was it? Nitro, which is the Nintendo DS. And Nitro. Project Natal. Nice Here we go. Project Natal. What was that? What did that become? I couldn't even begin to speculate. It was the Kinect. Wow. Okay. Remember when Kinect existed? <laughs> Remember when people cared about Kinect? Oh, Remember? wait. Remember when that <laughs> happened? That whole fiasco? Oh, it's... yeah, that was phenomenal. It's not there anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, and it was meant to be, you know, fully embedded into Xbox Ones. What happened to that? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's just say that uh, Microsoft made mistakes last generation. But that's next week. That's yeah. that's the topic for next yeah. week. We'll talk about the whole console war and everything regarding that next week. Without so, trying to step on toes. <laughs> toes are going to be stepped on. We just got to be civil about it. Oh yeah. Cow. Got a got a stamp got a right on your toe. How Smack dare you? you. <laughs> um. So yeah, that unless there's another topics anyone wants to bring up, was the show. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, before we go forwards, I just want to bring up uh, something else that's popped up on my radar. Uh, since we've started this podcast, actually, I haven't looked at this news story, but it seems that Nintendo has confirmed that they have network ID hacking going on. Um, really? I'm going to read this quickly. That's interesting. I don't really use my Nintendo network so Nintendo, Nintendo seems to have uh, confirmed the possibility that as many as 160,000 Nintendo accounts were breached in a hack earlier this month. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, go and change your stuff. Go change passwords. Go get uh, two-factor of authentications. Yeah, two-step verification. That That is what Nintendo is saying. They're just say, saying, hey, uh, enable this now while we're trying yeah. to sort out everything else. Definitely. Go secure your uh, your Nintendo network IDs um, with new and fantastical secure passwords, and make sure you turn on that two-factor authentication. It will save you a bunch of money Uh because it seems that there were recent reports of people's accounts being breached and being charged from. So that is my uh, end of show warning to you guys. Go secure your Nintendo. Nintendo's been putting too much money into lawyers and not enough into their own security. Older online for that matter, but that's for another. That's for that's, next week. That's for another topic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay. And that's the so show. So yeah, let's let's wind this shindig down. Zephyr, where can people find you, my dear? You can find me on uh, was it at Zephyr Sword on Twitter, or you can find me on uh, YouTube, which is Zephyr Pendragon. I'm not super pro on there. I'm just super casual. If you want super pro hashtag, not actually super pro, you can go to my Twitch. You can follow me there, and that is twitch.tv forward slash heroic zephyr. I play JRPGs and I sometimes make games. 
Speaking of games, I have a game on Steam called Meta Revelations Ring Spirits. It's free, so... Go check Hell that yeah. shit out. Uh, Cal, where can people find you? People can find me uh, within the community server, which is the Omnicadia Discord linked to uh, this podcast. Or you can find me uh, solo on my own on twitch.tv forward slash calyx. Not with a one, not with an L, but with a one. It's got a one in it, not an L. So that is that. my URL. And Twitter? Uh, Twitter, you can find me at uh, Lamacal S for my own, uh, or at Calyx for a super secret one. Uh, but yes, that, that's my links. Fantastic. You can find me, Wolfie is me, at uh, Wolfie is me on Twitter and on Twitch. And if you look up Wolfie is me on YouTube, you'll more than likely find my channel. Yeah. So, very yeah. <laughs> And uh, let's yeah. let's start rolling it down then. So um, next week's podcast will be a little bit uh, different in format. We're going to pre-record for next week's. We're going to be talking about uh, console wars and the like. Um, recent events. We're going to reflect on the previous generation and speculate on the next generation uh so that is what we're coming up for next time uh do come and join us within the discord server um and come say hi come get involved with the community hopefully we can talk some uh gaming and that sort of stuff and we will have a couple of guests for you for next week um we're still confirming, but uh, we should have at least we should have uh, one or two guests pop in and come say hi for that podcast. So for now, I believe we're wrapped up unless anyone else here would like to say anything. No, I'm good. No, okay, we could. So thank you to everyone joining for the stream. Uh, much much on love Twitch, and uh, thank you very much for all of you tuning in on the audio versions we will catch you same time 2pm BST next week on Friday for another Omni TV podcast thank you very much Bye. see you guys Bye. the next podcast will take place on the 8th of May at 2pm BST at twitch.tv forward slash Omnicadia. This has been an Omnicadia production.